0: Let me say what the Spirit of the Lord is saying also. Those whose strengths were failing them. Those that were aging and getting weak and feeble. The Lord is renewing your strength. Age is being renewed this morning. People are made to be young men today. And that will continue to be your portion. Somebody lift up your right hand and shout hallelujah. Lift up your right hand and shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Those that thought they were going to die very soon, I have good news for you. You are not dying anytime soon. Hallelujah. 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 The Lord is good. The Lord is good. Come and produce a beautiful smile on your beautiful face. You cannot afford to frown today. Come and bring that smile on. Bring it on. Bring it on. Bring it on. Let your face be lit with smiles. Thank you, beautiful lady. Thank you. Hallelujah. I'm so excited, people of God, to come to this solemn, this special moment in the presence of God. There's nothing as sweet as the experience of the anointing of the spirit of the living God. Lord, we bless your name. Hallelujah. 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 We will have more time to sing and to dance today. Hallelujah. We'll have more time to sing and to dance today. I don't know why this microphone is not positioning itself properly. Hallelujah. The theme for the message is the world. There is a a mistake there. The world, not the word. The world. As a matter of fact, I'm teaching on the third segment of the theme, the whole Gospel, the whole church, the whole gospel, the whole world. And I'm delighted to have my wife here with me. And I'm so excited that you're here today with the people of God. (laughs) Hallelujah. So the question that has often been asked me, where is she? Here is she. (laughs) Hallelujah hallelujah i'm grateful to all persons that made possible her coming to be here today thank you god's people for making it possible hallelujah you are wonderful people wonderful people god bless you real good at all times i want you to keep a smiling face you are in a special season in your lives and let your Your lit face with a beautiful smile be a sacrifice before the Lord. Let it be a testimony of faith that the Lord has favored you. You are not lucky. You are blessed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to sing today like never before. I want you to dance today like never before. Because in your singing and in your dancing, you are demonstrating by faith the mercies of God, the blessings of God, the divine visitation. The bountiful blessings God has showered upon you. I am telling you sing today, dance today, jump today, run today. Do everything you can and rejoice in the presence of your God. I am teaching you today on the theme, the whole world. The biblical concept of the word world, which is the Hebrew tevel and the Greek cosmos falls into five categories. The physical world, the human world, the moral world, the temporal world, and the coming world. But behind these dimensions is also the spiritual world, the aquatic world, and the terrestrial world. These walls are all embedded in the concept of the world. The physical world, at its largest content, includes the whole universe, the cosmos, all the creation. In the Old Testament, when writers wanted to refer to the universe, they spoke about the heavens and the earth. The word of God affirms that God is the creator of the world. And because he is the creator of the world, he owns the world. The world is never and would never be owned by the devil. He's an imposter when he appears to behave like he is the owner of the world. He is not. Because in the first instance, he did not create it. You cannot own what you never bought or what you never made or what you never were given. Hallelujah. God created the world. He still owns the world. He is not the devil's absconditus, the God that created and abandoned creation and ran away. He is still involved. He is not a God that is a devil's remotus. A God that created and became remote. And has no even remote control to control it. (laughs) He is still in charge. Whether he's downstairs or upstairs or around. Or within my heart, in my life. He is still in charge of his creation. Hallelujah. So the devil was a joker when he told Jesus. If you shall bow to me, I will give you the whole world. Who are you Satan? Shut up your mouth. This is the creator himself. God created it. God owns it. And can be truly really addressed as the Lord. Because he rules as a sovereign over his own creation. The Bible reveals that the world in its wholeness is full of the creator's glory. Because God is creator and Lord of the the whole world, it holds also in a secondary value. A believer must not and never swear by the world or accumulate the treasures of it. And be so engrossed in that business. The world is your God's world. And you, as a child of God, you are an heir of that world, a legitimate owner and ruler over the creation of your Father. You cannot worship that creation because you are superior to it. Hallelujah. You are, in fact, a governor. Of the Lord's world. Hallelujah. The human world. With the second expression. Depicting the cosmos. Or the tevel. Is in three dimensions. First of all dry land. Where people can live. Dry land where people can live. And number two, the inhabited earth, where people already do live. And thirdly, the people who live there. So when the Bible speaks of the world, it speaks of the inhabited world. That is the human world. Dry land, where people can live. The inhabited earth, where people are living already. And also the people who live in the world. The third dimension of the word travail or cosmos is in the sense of the moral world. And the moral world has three dimensions also. Number one, the people that are indifferent or hostile to God. Number two, the God-hostile environment itself, generally. And in the wider sense of it, number three, corruption. And evil, which is summed up in the general term, the world. When the Bible speaks about you not loving the world, it's not speaking about the inhabited earth. Or the places that can be inhabited, already inhabited. Or the people of the world. It's talking about the corruption of the world. The evil in the world. Seven times in 1 Corinthians chapters 1 to 3, Paul refers to the world's ignorance of God and its powerlessness to find him without the cross of Jesus. The world is helpless in its corruption, in its evil, in its depravity to find Jesus. And that is why the church is the bearer of the cross, not the golden cross, not the silver cross, not the diamond cross, but the old rugged cross. The cross that is a symbol of suffering, of shame, of brokenness, of deliverance, of healing, of The abandonment of the only son of God. Because the sin of the world was with him. And he cried out, Eloi, Eloi. Lama sabachthani. Why have thou forsaken me? And the father said, for the sin of the world. I am of pure eyes than to behold iniquity. You are the paschal lamb. You bear the sins of the world. And until the atonement is completed. I cannot receive you to my bosom. Friends, the atonement was indeed completed. And the report tendered in the courts of heaven. Ratified, sustained, and established. Immovable, unchangeable, eternal. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the last dimension is the temporal and the coming world. The systems of the world are all temporal friends. The scripture reveals that the world in which we live and its people are a passing experience. They shall not be forever. But there shall be a new heaven and a new earth that will come down from above. So the church lives in what is called the creative tension. To be and not to be. To be in the sense of being a witness. In the world. But also to be an instrument and a sacrament. In the hands of the Lord. But also in the eyes of the world. To demonstrate the hope that lies beyond the brokenness of the world. The present world, friends, is passing away. Even now. Living in this transient world, one must not love it. Please don't love it. Walk in it. Serve the Lord in it. Redeem it. Heal it. Deliver it. Mend it. But don't love it. Be at service. Be on your duty post. The world that you live in, its people, its corruption and everything that is in it should not be where your faith rests. Should not be what defines you. It should be viewed as a field in which you are on missions to redeem it, to conquer it, to establish the presence of God. You have been enlisted in the fold of the church to be An instrument. Come on, say instrument. And a sacrament. Say sacrament. You are an instrument because God has in mind the establishment of a kingdom. And the church is God's instrument in the world to establish that kingdom. The church is not the kingdom of God, but the church is an instrument in the hands of God to establish the kingdom of God. That is in the sense that the church is an instrument. And you know what the church is? It is the believers in Jesus. The saints. But the church is a sacrament in the sense of being a sign. To show the world. It is the oasis in the midst of a desert. The church is the safe space in the world of insecurity. The church is the light of the world. It is the salt of the earth. It is the light of the world. It is a city built on a hill. A beautiful city. A shining city. To bring hope in despondency. To wipe the tears of those that cry. To set free those that are in the prison. That is what the church is meant to be. There is no church without missions. What defines the existence of the church is that the church is bettered by the word. But the church exists for missions. Any church not in missions is not a church. The mission of God leads the path in the mission. That is his heartbeat. And the church walks in the steps of its master in the place of missions. So whether we sing in the choir or serve as ushers or serve the tables or clean the sanctuary or give a tract to somebody or say Jesus bless you or share a testimony or do whatever dimension of ministry, all of that is intended to mediate. The love of God for the purpose of saving a soul, saving a system, saving a business, saving the earth for the kingdom of God. This year, God has commanded us, all of us, to take all of the gospel and go to all of the world. That is the greatest mandate any church can receive. And that mandate is what defines a church that is alive or dead. The following should be very clear to you, friends. Number one, that the whole church is a collection of the saints of God. Redeemed by Jesus the Messiah. triumphant. And militant and Christians in institutional Christian religious organizations as denominations or local assembly principally working with Jesus our Savior and Lord in the expansion of his kingdom on earth in the various expressions of the world the kingdom has to stretch into all of those expressions of the four forms the world exists. Number two, the whole gospel is the good news of the death, resurrection, and glorification of Jesus for the salvation of humans and all of creation in its various expressions. The whole gospel in word and in deed. The whole gospel song, the whole gospel lived out. And believers be an epitome of the expression of the goodness. You've got to keep smiling. Because when you're smiling, somebody find out, why are you so happy? Because I'm a child of God. Because I have been saved by Jesus. Number three the whole world is a sum of God's creation as the locus or field of God's redemptive mission with which the whole church must take the whole gospel to following in the steps of the God self who is the leader of missions himself. Number four the church is the product of the gospel. Hallelujah It is error to say that the gospel is a product of the church. No. The church may have in some way determined the canon of scripture. To say this scripture meets the standard to be admitted into the list of the New Testament books of the Bible. But the truth also is that the book itself has an intrinsic value that makes it qualified. For the church to discern in it. The gospel in it. So the church. The body of Christ. The saints. The congregational. The assembly. The denominational church. Are all products of the gospel. The church is only the church. As long as it is the bearer of the whole gospel. To the whole world. This is the mandate we have in 2020. And all our programs and activities, our lifestyles, all that we do at home, and all that we do in our places of work, in our private businesses, in the organizations we work for, and when we come to the sanctuary, in our arms, organizations, communities, we have to channel everything we are and all that we do to fall into the context of the whole church, taking the whole gospel to the whole world. I wanted to rise to your feet. I need no other argument. No. We'll sing that song to the Lord. My soul has found a resting place. Not in the vice, not great. I trust the ever-living word. His wounds for me shall plead. I need no other argument. Hallelujah. Friends, your salvation is completed in Christ Jesus. You are an integral part of the kingdom of God. You are the church militant. Enforcing the decrees of the king and of his kingdom. You are a representative of God. You are a carrier of God. You are not a mere human being. You are not a nobody. God has chosen to depend on you, to rely on you, to walk through you. No matter how feeble you imagine, deceived, or whatever you think. Hallelujah. Friends, rejoice in the presence of the Lord. Let your soul be at peace. Count yourself blessed. Count yourself fortunate. Nothing else needs to be done no more. He has atoned enough. The price he has paid is good enough. It was a down payment. There is no debt. No credit card was used. Paid in full.
1: So, my soul has found a resting place, not in device nor creed. I trust the For me, shall please I need no argument. I. that and that he died for ah
0: take the song take my life and let it be consecrated on Lord to thee as we be singing that song you should please shift from your seats come in front, come closer to the chancel as far as you can come we are now in the rededication service so we'll sing that song, sing every word in that song mean every word that you sing Come before the Lord your God as the people of God. So, the rededication service, we will sing that song to walk, come further, come from your seats.